Hey, hi there. Have a seat. You're in the right place. I'm Dawn Scannell, and welcome to From Mindfuck to Mindset, where we kick bullshit to the curb and get clear on what we want and where we're going. So pull on your sassy pants. And as my good friend Marshall said, you own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. The opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Wise words, my friends, wise words. Buckle up. So I had a lot of ideas about what my first podcast was going to be about. And um, I think it would be really kind of tone deaf if during what's been happening the last couple of weeks it was on anything less than Black Lives Matter. Um, Let me just big spoiler alert I don't have the answers I don't have any of the answers I can just speak to my experiences in my 58 plus years on this earth and that is that is all I can do because my 58 plus years on this earth have been spent as a blue-eyed blonde female and um, I cannot begin to speak to what it's like to be a black body on this planet. Some of the things I do want to talk about as far as mindset and these this issue is the mindset for humanity. What is humanity? Humanity basically is the fact or condition of being human. So if we are human and we are on this planet, we all have that in common. When I was thinking about what I was going to talk about here, I had to think about certain things. Empathy, attunement, compassion, timing. And by that I mean is it helpful? Is it necessary? Is it kind? And is it the right time? I do believe that this is the time. So empathy is basically the capacity to understand what something looks and feels like from another's point of view. Attunement describes the experience of feeling seen and understood. Compassion is seeing another person's perspective, understanding how they feel, and responding with wisdom and kindness. So, in what I'm going to talk about today are just two experiences that I've had. These are true. I think they're necessary stories because, for me, it screams of where my privilege lies, which, honestly... I wasn't completely clear on, and maybe I'm still not, and time will tell, of these experiences and what they truly meant as far as my privilege. Is it kind? I hope so, Um, because my intention here is not to make anyone feel badly about themselves or others, Um, but unless we talk about our own experiences in a vulnerable, open way, how can we possibly be open and vulnerable to anybody else's experiences. Walls down, heart open, 
ears at ready. So the extent of prejudice that I have known is being underestimated and dismissed as a female by white males. Yes, white males. Am I saying that every white male has done that? No, sir. Every white, every male that has, has been a white male. When I was 15, I had a summer job collecting data from migrant workers on the farms of Columbia County. I was born in Albany, right across from the Clinton Ave entrance to Bleecker Stadium. I was born in 1961. So at that time in Albany, I was barely two blocks up from then what predominantly all the way down to the river was the black neighborhoods of Albany. When in the late 60s, my father insisted we move to the country because of all the racial unrest. So Columbia County, Chatham, New York is where I did the rest of my growing up. And when I was 15, I had a summer job collecting data from migrant workers on the farms of Columbia County. My boss was a black man. The migrant workers were brown and black families. Monday through Friday, I would get in my boss's car. We'll, we'll call him Marcus. And um, we would travel to these farms and we would go through the housing and sit and fill out these surveys, series of questions that they could answer for me and collect the data. Most often than not, the migrant workers were openly angered by my presence. They saw what they perceived was a privileged young white woman. My boss never failed to gently protect me and explain why I was there in a very loving way and try and diffuse the situation. When it was time for me to talk and ask the workers the questions, I would start with, I have this job because of a state program that gives below poverty teens summer jobs. You're right, I'm privileged. My boss, Marcus, took me to the Dairy Queen in Hudson my last week of working with him. We sat in his car eating ice cream and he told me he was grateful to know me, proud of how I respected the workers and never let their anger get to me. And then he asked me if he and his wife were blessed with a daughter. Would I mind if they named her Dawn? It was the first time in my 15 years on this planet that I felt valued and respected as a person. A black man did that for me. When I was 22, I had just finished up my waitressing shift in Brockton, Mass., and after attending last call at our preferred bar, was driving home around 1.15 a.m. to Bridgewater when my muffler started dragging, leaving all kinds of sparks behind me in the rearview mirror. And I thought, oh, this next 20 minutes of sparks is probably not a good thing. So I pulled into a plaza to use the payphone, yep, <laughs> payphone, to call friends who I had been at last call with, who lived nearby to see if they could bring a wire hanger and help me strap it up for the rest of the drive home. While I was on the phone, a car pulled in and parked behind my car. 
A young black man leaned out and asked if I needed help. I told him I had friends on the phone, and he asked again. My friends asked me who I was talking to as he and his five friends got out of their car, all young black men. I relayed this to my friends and could hear the panic on the phone. They assured me they could be there in 10 minutes or less. I told the young men my friends were on their way. I would be lying if I told you I wasn't scared. Was I scared because they were black? Maybe, but I will tell you as a female, I was just scared to be that outnumbered by men of any sort. They asked me what was wrong and I told them my muffler was dragging. They surrounded my car. One got down and looked under my car from where they all stood, about 10 feet out from my car. That felt a bit weird and scary, like I was being circled. They asked me where I was going, and one noticed my Bridgewater State parking sticker. Do you go there? he asked. Yes, I answered. We go to the basketball games, he said with a smile. Oh, I know most of the players. Chief and the gang are at our place at least once a week, Chief being the center at the time, called so because of his resemblance, his size, and attitude to Robert Parrish of the Celtics. I was living in an apartment with five other girls, two of which were sisters, black from New Bedford, and they were tight with the black players on the team. That's how I got to know them. Well, why didn't you say so? And then they got right under my car and tried to fix the problem. It became clear that they were keeping their distance and were wary of me. Huh. When my friends rolled up, they found me halfway under the car as well. They handed me two wire hangers with confused faces asking if I was okay while the muffler was being secured. I thanked my new friends after they watched me drive around the lot to make sure that muffler was going to stay up. The friends I had called said they had debated calling the cops before heading over. The only thing stopping them, we had all been to last call and had been drinking. I had no idea at the time why those young black men would be wary of me back then. I do now. They knew that I, as a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, young white woman, I was a threat to their well-being and safety. Perspective is everything, and we need to see it from all angles to understand. Now, as I said in the beginning, I don't have the answers, not even a one. I do know that I feel like understanding, empathy, and trying to see things from other people's perspectives is a good fucking place to start. Being open, being vulnerable to being wrong, and seeing that we need to do better as white people is a good fucking place to start. Understanding our privilege is everything. Now with that, I'll leave you to think about your own vulnerabilities and your own privilege or not. Thanks so much for joining me today on From Mindfuck to Mindset. I hope you got clear. If not, I hope you got curious about your bullshit. Please subscribe and join me back here every two weeks. If you are so moved, please leave me a review. You can find me across all the socials under Dawn Scannell, and my website is dawnscannell.com. Until next time, 
hang on to your sassy pants.